I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. Hey, Mr. Binks. You know that we're all getting busy doing a bit of spring cleaning now. Yes. Well, it's very important you spring clean with the right type of products. And that's why we're jumping on Zoom now to talk to Joe Flanagan, who runs Ingenious Probiotics. He's going to explain the power of probiotics like you've never thought of them before. Oh, Joe Flanagan, thanks so much for coming on A Dog's Life. Morning, Anna. It's an absolute pleasure. Love chatting to you and love talking about what it is we're going to talk about. Oh, I know. Listen, I'm all over probiotic therapy at the moment, not least because I've been doing a lot of research actually into probiotics over the last couple of weeks. Can't tell you what it's top secret, top secret, but um, I've been researching probiotics from an internal perspective, Joe. Okay. Relating to dogs actually, and how to maximize their nutrition and their microbiome through probiotics. And I've discovered that many probiotics are generally aimed at humans, actually, but there are very few internal probiotics for dogs. And I think I know why. I think the science on probiotics is not that big at the moment, and I think it's about to explode. What do you think? Well, obviously, I agree. Um uh, but there again, I would, wouldn't I? But I think the reason it's going to ex- is in an explosive phase is that there's a, a general awareness of a, a number of things going on. First of all, you mentioned the microbiome. And many people who didn't know that microbiome existed are now fully aware of it or, you know, or at least aware to it of it to some degree. So most of those conversations would be around the gut microbiome, fair enough. But a lot of people are realizing that this this whole microbiome is existing in us and around us and on us. And that coupled as well with, I think, the we're reaching a point where people are beginning to question the amount of chemicals they use and the amount of pharmaceuticals they use um, and, and looking for uh, looking for an alternative. But, but mainly coming to that understanding that, hey, we're, we're using a lot of stuff here that and do we. Do we need to be using this amount of stuff and, and what is this stuff? And by stuff, I mean chemicals and pharmaceuticals and so on. What is it doing to us and, and creating around us? So I think it's not just the, the awareness of, pharma, uh, of of probiotics, but also the awareness of, hang on, there's a problem growing here and uh, we need to make a change. Yeah, because the probiotics that when we met at the London Vet Show, I just couldn't believe our conversation, could I? I was quite mm. like... No, probiotics can be used in cleaning products. I was like that, wasn't I? You know, because you're absolutely right. I mean, it is about thinking of our whole atmosphere. Yeah. So, so the whole, you know, zoom out. I, I, I find myself saying saying that to people that uh, ring up with issues. I say, zoom out, have a look. Okay, this conversation might be starting with uh, a dog skin issue, but zoom out and have a look at around around a pet's life and. The, the chemicals it's exposed to, the chemicals we're exposed to. Um, we can talk about nutrition. That's, that's a whole lot of thing. Well, I, I can't. I'm not that expert, but people can talk about nutrition. Um, and then, so reducing those chemicals and finding another way. And 
when you look into chemicals and why we use them for cleaning, it's a relatively short history. It only goes back to like something like the Second World War. So we're brought up with this idea of you have to kill germs. So this germ theory idea that germs are bad, got to kill germs. What are germs? Well, germs are the microorganisms, the little nasties. We got to kill them. Okay, well, let's zoom out from that. And and what percentage of the little the little uh, microorganisms, what percentage of those are actually bad for us? Uh, well, about 0.01%. Oh, okay. So what we're doing is then we're going to use chemicals, which have all sorts of side effects we can talk about. We're going to use chemicals to wipe out all the bacteria. Okay, fine. Now, you understand that the natural state of affairs is for us to be covered with bacteria, every surface covered with bacteria. And without it, we would be in a lot of trouble. So when, you know, we talk about a dog and you look at your dog and you're looking at about 20 trillion microorganisms in, on and around the dog. Same with, same with humans, even more, maybe 30, 30 trillion um, microorganisms. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, wiping them out has consequences. So with probiotics, instead of an anti-life chemical approach, we take a pro a pro approach. So we cleanse with good bacteria, basically to outcompete the bad bacteria. And it's very simple. It's back to nature and it works really well. Yeah, you know, it's it is fascinating. You know, in my study I did, I learned that the indoor environment is actually about a can be up to a hundred times more toxic than outdoors, you know, because we're really tuned into air pollution and all the rest of it and carbon dioxide and nitrogen dioxide nanoparticles that we can breathe in and 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 that's all yeah very relevant. But indoors, as you say, you know, with the cleaning products, I think there's still a lack of awareness, I think, as to how these chemicals can invade our bodies and, you know, do serious harm at a cellular level. Yeah, the disruption to the the, the body's natural uh, defense mechan mechanism uh, or, or just a chemical overload. Um, I think that is one of the things that is becoming more apparent. And, and it's 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 a little bit polar. Because we we have some parts of the community saying, right, we have to kill more things. We use more chemicals, more. And these people would be selling a lot of product and, you know, billions and billions of pounds worth. And then on the other side, you've got the people saying, well, OK, we're starting to understand that when you look into it like you've done and you find it, OK, the indoor environment, the indoor um, air quality is is that many times worse than the air, the outside air. And we know that the outside air is bad. Not many people would, would argue with that. And and you, you yourself were telling me about studies showing that the low level where the dog is is worse than the higher level where the human's breathing apparatus is. Yeah, and, and toddlers, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, toddlers are, and toddlers, you know, and toddlers. Yeah. So people know that the outdoor environment is in the pram. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're, we're wheeling them around in and we're aware of pollution you know, you you hear the mayor of London talk about uh, talk about it all the time, and, and absolutely, absolutely correctly. So, um, last year, about it, um, two years ago, now I think it was the first case of a um, a person having the words air pollution included in their death certificate after a long fight by their mum. 
that's a that's a wonderful and heartbreaking story in itself. Oh, um, I know. Yes, yeah, that was um dreadful, but it yeah. it is it is true. But you know, as I say, indoors, you know, there's indoors, all of these things like flame yeah. retardant chemicals lurking around in some of your soft furnishings, and it's what you clean your floor with. So. Th- I try and buy plant-based cleaners. We won't mention any brand names, but you advised me the other day, actually, Joe, that the uh, <laughs> the product range I've been buying has actually been bought out by a major, a major. I don't know what you would call them, CMFG brand, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and have a long history of 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 uh, animal. Uh, testing on animals uh, absolutely and and it's it's this awareness you're talking about you know that, that people are now linking the indoor air quality with with health and if you say well the indoor air quality is worse than the outdoor air quality and you know the outdoor air quality is bad and so that gives you a yardstick and so well what does cause the indoor air quality to be so bad and and there are a number of different things as you say the flame retardant chemicals in your sofa might not be something you can get rid of very quickly the off-gassing from your furniture again you know you may not be able to get rid of it very quickly but there are certain things that you can change. So anything that goes into the air, anything that wipes out the microbiome, um, anything that's antibacterial, you're going to be you're going to be breathing that in. So we we talk about pollutants like even depending on what you're cooking with and are you drying clothes on the on the on the on the uh, on the radiators. All these things have an effect. But the the thing we're looking at is, as you say, the floor cleaner, the general surface cleaner, and for two for two reasons. Uh, in, in terms of pet health. One is um, it's just got a bunch of chemicals in it. So your, your your dog is absorbing the chemicals. They don't shower every day like humans. They don't have protective clothing like humans and they are lying naked on your floor, unlike most humans. But also they, they sweat through their paws. So there is this sense with some people that say, it's okay, I can clean my floor with whatever I like as long as I leave the dog out in the back until it's dry and then bring him in. Now, the dog's going to be walking on wet grass and then walking across the floor, or he's just going to be sweating through his paw pads and wetting the floor. He's then going to be absorbing that those chemicals through his skin on his, on his paws into his body. He's going to be licking then as well, ingesting directly into his body. And then he's going to be breathing whatever fumes are coming off um, from, that, from those cleaners again into his body. So you've got one area is this chemical exposure. And, and when we're talking to people about dogs with skin issues and whatever you have to look at this again zoom out what other what overload items are are, are being pushed upon this dog new like food cleaning chemicals all these things layer upon layer upon layer and then at some point it starts to break through and and become a problem and you don't always know what the straw that's going to be the camel that breaks the camel's back is going to be but you know you're going to get there at some point so you have this chemical overload at the same time on the other hand, you have this microbiome that people are becoming aware of. We're covered in the microbiome. It's really quite important. The dog's outer, outer layer of skin is only about six cells deep. Now, it's covered in a healthy microbiome. And when you expose them to microbiome-killing chemicals, because that's what the cleaning products say, this will kill all known germs, or 99.9% of germs. What it means is it's killing all bacteria, maybe the other things in the microbiome, like little bits of fungus and, and whatever, but it's killing all the bacteria. And talk about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You're killing all the good bacteria. You're wiping out the microbiome on the skin. This is on top of the chemical, um, the, the chemical exposure, if you like, for the body. 
So you're wiping out the microbiome. And the question is then what happens next? And it's the same question for the dog's skin as it is for the kitchen floor. You're going to wipe out all that microbiome. What happens next? How long does Mother Nature leave a surface not covered in bacteria? And now you're not in control of what that bacteria that's going to recolonize is going to be. So you, you do the same on the dog's skin. You're wiping out its microbiome, which, which it needs. It's, it's, it's got a nice balance on there. It might have some streptococcus. It might have some E. coli. It doesn't matter because it's balanced. It's got lots of the good stuff. A little bit of bad stuff in the gut, fine, as long as there's lots of good stuff in the gut. Same to skin. So when you wipe that all that out, you're not in control of the, the wibble-wobble factor that can happen afterwards and go slightly out of whack. But with a probiotic, we take control of that. We say, well, we know there's going to be a microbiome because we're going to put it there. So we're going to clean the floor with something that leaves a microbiome behind. So now we have a healthy microbiome on the floor, on the dog's skin, in the dog's ear. We'll talk about it in a minute, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm going off on one here, Anna. I'm no, Joe, you're not going off on one. It's absolutely fascinating. You know, I know everyone's like glued into this. Well, with the other thing that, that, that comes up in the conversations we've had about itchy, uh, itchy dogs and dogs with allergies is, is the bio the bioallergens that they're breathing in. So the probiotics are, are consuming bioallergens. And, and what does that mean? Well, it's, you know, bits of pollen, uh, bits of uh, dead skin cells, uh, dried saliva, uh, dust mite poo is a big one. And the probiotics are actually feeding on this. And the way they work, instead of chemicals that are wiping out everything, the way the probiotics are working is that they're consuming the organic waste food that would normally feed the bad bacteria. The bad bacteria might be what gives off odors. Uh, it might be what causes skin inflammation. Um, so we're keeping those guys away, not by trying to wipe them out, but simply just eating their food. So they fade away. Their numbers drop right off the scale. And the good guys take over. The good guys don't cause inflammation and they do get rid of the organic the organic waste. And, and this is something we see particularly in the skin, which is really important because when you get an allergen, some issue with the skin, the skin's getting red and, and, and raw and, and, and being scratched and whatever, then the skin is trying to repair itself and producing more sebum. That attracts more of the bad bacteria, gives them more food. And you get you can get this kind of cycle thing mm. going on. Whereas again, with the probiotics, you can go on there, Keep the bad bacteria away. Let the skin heal itself and, and do its do its thing. So this cleansing with probiotics is simply using a using a, a natural action, a probiotic action, instead of a chemical action. Exactly, and and I think you know one good example of this is um, with your teeth. Um, I've actually got a hygienist appointment this afternoon, dreading it. Um, okay, um, now you know because this is so okay. So you're basically describing how the microbiome, which exists in our in our gut, we recognise that is actually all around us. You know, because we 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 should not live in a sterile environment. We're not like astronauts. Let's face it, walking around the world in a, in a you know that could be the next stage if we carry on like this, isn't it? That we're in these big costumes the whole time. Um, so we need to embrace Mother Nature, as you say. But so thinking about teeth here, because there is dog dental month approaching mm -hmm. yeah. and you know it fascinates me you know all of these products that are marketed at a human level and if we compare humans to dogs you know there's many parallels we're actually thinking more about our own diet now on a human level you know to fuel us naturally and 
more and more people are embracing this with their dogs and feeding naturally, feeding, you know, raw meat that, again, fuels the microbiome. Is like we've been talking about here with the floor, you know, you're putting good bacteria into the dog's stomach, which is fighting the bad bacteria to allow the immune system to really flourish, but also in the mouth. And I've been using your dog dental spray, which is amazing, right? Because it's, well, it's, well, it's not only extremely cost effective, but... Mr. Binks, my little toy terrier that I've been using it on, he has a bit of a problem with his teeth because he has a problem. He's got leg calves perves disease, which is a, a bone deficiency. He has a degenerative condition, you see. So his teeth have been affected. And when I got him age two, and Joe, he'd already had two dentals at the age of two. Oh, you know, God, I know, I know. Anyway, anyway, but he loves the taste of this dental spray. And, and explain how that works, because that's doing what we've just been talking about the floor, but it's doing it in your dog's mouth to really encourage healthy teeth and gums. Yeah, yeah. Um, the similarity is, um, is it's very close. The, the, in how it's working, okay, the floor cleaner's got some natural surfactant in it to actually clean away dirt as well that you wouldn't put in the, in the, in the dental product. But Oh, okay, so they're different strains of um, it, probiotics, are there, in the different, because you've got an extensive range, let's yes. just say this, for people to check yeah. out here for all sorts of, you know, different issues, not only for the teeth, but you've got a tear stain product that I've also been using, funnily enough, on my cat, Joe, because um, he's... Um, He's been having tear stains. I'm not quite sure what's up with him, actually. Again, it's an immune deficiency going on with him that I'm working on. But he's black and white, so he's got white around his eyes. And he's been having what I call Bichon Free's eyes going on, right? So, wow. yeah, so I've been getting your eye care product, really spraying loads of it onto a tiny bit of soft cotton wool and mm -hmm. then just wiping, you know, the corners of his eyes and getting, you know, what is the brown stuff off, basically. Mm -hmm. Because we had a conversation about this and... And how I know this is going to work is that it is putting healthy bacteria into this area that is being compromised at the moment to balance, as we've been talking about, and basically getting back onto an even keel. Yeah, um, and, and the way the dental and, and tear, tear stain or eye care products are working is very, very similar, Anna. So in the dental, you, you're spraying a probiotic directly onto the teeth and gums. And my cat's the same. My cat likes it and uh, pretends he doesn't, but then goes and has some food afterwards because um, it makes him think of food. Um, <laughs> so you, you're putting that on there. And again, it's doing two main uh, functions. One is it's keeping the bad bacteria away, the bad bacteria that will lead to plaque and tartar and and then onto gingivitis and, and periodontal disease. Right? So it's doing that. And it's it's doing that by, again, eating, keeping their just eating their food basically so it's getting into the sockets into that space between the the teeth and the gum and and with 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 bracky breeds and, and and small dog breeds where you got those teeth all kind of pushed up together um in a small area getting into those little tiny gaps between the teeth and and eating the organic waste and, and, and i liken that to why humans floss and humans are told to floss to get rid of the little bits of organic waste in between the teeth for the benefit of your heart because we know that in humans they if you get little bits of little infection in in around those those gum areas because of the 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 organic debris up there that's been fed on by bad bacteria that will then travel through the body through the through the little uh, blood cells uh, uh, blood vessels that the the gums the gums uh, are, are connected straight into so it's the same connection with dental care it's a, with the rest of the body with dogs that's that's brain heart lung, um 
and liver and so on, cats, kidney in particular. And, you know, if, if you want to keep an eye on, on kidney disease for, for cats, one of the ways you do is check the, check the early warning signs for dental dental issues, you know. So it really helps with a much wider um, health um, protection right across the board. But then, this and things like bad breath as well, actually. But the same thing then is going on with the eyes. So we're putting the probiotic in and around the eye, helping against things like um, junctive conjunctivitis, if it's bacterial conjunctivitis. But again, it's eating that organic waste. So that organic matter that might be causing the staining and so on is is a, is a food for uh, for the for the probiotics. So it's this double wham, whammy, Anna, going on all the time, eating the organic waste that you don't want to have. And by doing so, keeping away that small element, element of, of bacteria that would cause a problem. No, it's so interesting because, you know, I'll be honest with you, in terms of Mr. Binks's teeth, you know, what with Dog Dental Month coming up, um, this is such an easy way to keep your dog and your cat's teeth in, in, in good health because lots of dogs hate having their teeth brushed, you know, and um, many people take their dogs to the groomer to get their teeth, you know, really overhauled, as it were, um, because owners haven't trained their dogs to think of their teeth being brushed as a game. You know, I think anyone who's had a puppy or bring a puppy into their their lives have no excuse, right? It is possible to train your dog to love having their teeth brushed, but it's little and often you got to put the time in, lots of repetition. You start with cream cheese on your finger and you build from there, but it's got to be very incremental and uh, fun, you know, and then, you know, you could get the toothbrush out and go, yay, toothbrush time. And the dog will jump on the sofa and they know treats are going to be involved. And it's, it's time and bonding with your dog, but that's something another podcast episode um, that people aren't doing enough actually bonding with their dog um uh so but um you know just by spraying it on it's so easy you know and it's all about i think you know working preemptively so that if because if you don't look after your dog's teeth what's going to happen is like mr binks age two he'd already had two dentals now unlike me going to the dentist later i'm not going to have a general anesthetic it's going to hurt it's going to be dreadful but i love my hygienist but you know mr binks doesn't need to have too many general anesthetics in his life, to be quite honest, because that is oxidative stress of a top class delivery of it. There's no beating about the bush. An anesthetic takes your dog very close to death. And sometimes they don't wake up from it, isn't it, Joe? So if you can prevent yeah. that having to happen, it not only keeps money in your bank, but it, yeah, putting it bluntly, it could keep your dog alive for longer. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to save, save you money. And if, if it's if it's a, a good a good vet practice, they're going to be busy anyway. They don't really need your money. The dog doesn't need to be going through this um, to be avoided at all costs. Um, and at the same time, keeping up the dental health and protecting it and, and realizing the 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 actual uh, overall importance of it, not just in how the teeth look, but in the overall health of of the animal in total. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, and I just I love the thought of this huge flexibility. I mean, I think this is just so exciting, Joe. I really do. I mean, because, you know, you've got shampoos as well that can be used to really nourish the skin um, rather than using, yeah. um, you know, because with the teeth, going back to that, you know, you're marketed on telly, you're marketed. I won't mention any brands, but all these mouthwashes that are supposed to fix the problem, aren't they? But actually, 
they're just making the problem worse, which is going to mean that you go to your dentist even more. Well, it, it's it's wider than that, even Anna, because again, those kind of products, in my mind, link into the antibacterial cleaning products that we're breathing in. So you have a body that's whether you're human or a dog, you have a body that's that's very heavily dependent upon bacteria, and you you're consuming and breathing in products that are designed specifically to kill all bacteria. So you you line put those two things together, and and nobody would you know would choose if they're given a choice. No one would choose to live to live that way. And when it comes to breathing, by the way, I mentioned about the dog breathing in the uh, the, the 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 chemicals coming off the cleaner products. We breathe in so much more than we eat in terms of weight, in terms of kilograms. And we know how important what you eat is to you, but also what you breathe. So I'm I'm a grown guy. Um, I'm over 21 and I breathe in somewhere between 12 to 15 kilograms of air every single day. If you're breathing in antibacterial products, again, into the body that's dependent upon bacteria, then that just doesn't make sense. And if you're using antibacterial things in your mouth, it just doesn't make any sense. So so the least amount of microbiome killing product you can have anywhere near your dog, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%, 100%. Well, I'm just loving this whole kind of phrase, probiotic therapy, you know, mm. because this is really, because you're pretty unique in, in the UK, aren't you, Joe, to be delivering this uh, solution, really? Yeah, we are. And and to be able to, like I say, zoom out and look at the look at the, the animal as a whole, look at the shampoo, look at the dental care, look at the, the allergen spray that we use on the dog bedding and so on, look at the cleaning products in the home, look at the, the soaps and even the dish, what you use to clean the, the, the dog bowl. We are unique. So to be able to do all of that in a probiotic, in a probiotic way, chemical free, uh, harsh chemical free, should I say, to be exact. And because even water, not, you know, Pure water is still a chemical, so harsh chemical free, but but still with this probiotic action. Yeah, we are we are we are un- unique. And sometimes people ask us, well, what's the difference between enzymatic, you know, cleaning with enzymes and cleaning with probiotics? Um, and that that's an interesting conversation uh, to have as well. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, can we touch on that a little bit now? I mean, in case yeah. people are interested, yeah, is that sure. something I I hadn't actually thought of? I mean, something that interests me from my recent research delving into probiotics and which probiotics might actually be the most species appropriate for mm-hmm. your dog internally though we're talking about the internal yeah. ones yeah it's really opened my eyes quite a lot actually and I've been a bit worried I don't think I've been giving my dogs the right probiotics I don't think they've even been really marketed I think yeah. it is at such an infant stage you know and we think oh well any old probiotic will work mm, maybe not actually isn't that right Joe? Well, it, it is for the gut, for the for the um, for the internal for the gut and so on. You, you you've got to be aware and you've got to know about that that side of things, which isn't isn't my area. But I know you you can't mess with that. You can't just put any old thing in there. Um, with the outside, it's different, you know. And if you if you take a and we're doing this across Europe at the moment, we're taking um, samples of of dog skin microbiome and trying to find two dogs with exactly the same microbiome. In the same town, you'd, you'd be very hard pressed in the same, maybe even in the same house. So you get a very a slightly different microbiome, which is fine, totally fine, as long as it's balanced that you have good bacteria 
way in excess of bad bacteria. And it doesn't matter what those good ones are and what those bad ones are, as long as you've got that that balance. So yeah, the microbiome of a of a dog in London compared to a dog in I don't know Glasgow, or whatever. It could could be one by the sea, one near the road, all very different. But but fine, as long as they're balanced, good to bad and correct uh, ratio, you're fine. And this thing with the enzymes is is a really interesting one because what enzymes I often think of enzymes just as a knife and fork, so they kind of break up the organic matter. You know, we're talking about a a tiny tiny microscopic level, so they break up the the organic matter. And what the probiotics that we use there, and you're talking about millions of millions of pounds of research and lots of people in white coats, fantastically dedicated uh, people. They're really wonderful. So what these guys have uh, come up with is the, the probiotics that will release enzymes. So as part of the probiotic action, they will actually release an enzyme and they will release a different enzyme depending on what organic waste they come across. So if they come across a little bit of dry blood, they'll release a kind of uh, one enzyme. If they come across some food starchy thing, they'll re release the same probiotic, will release a different enzyme that does that job better. And then within each product, you have multiple probiotic strains, all releasing slightly different enzymes. So you get this whole cleansing thing going on that happens after the fact. In other words, you clean your, you clean your dog with shampoo or you clean the kitchen floor, or you, you put the dental spray in, in onto the gums and teeth. And then as you're going out for a walk or going to sleep or watching telly or going to work, those probiotics are doing their thing and they're continual, continually cleansing, cleansing the area, you know. And for, for skin, I think that that's that's an important you mentioned skin earlier. You know, it's a dog's an hour, first line of defense. It's yeah. it's a really a really important thing, you know, and, and to have it wiped out with antibacterial this or antibacterial that just doesn't make a lot doesn't make a, a a lot of sense you know no i agree with you completely and of course you can tell a dog's health from its skin and coat and of course its teeth you know and it is so important i think just to think of using mother nature a lot more i think you know as you say since the second world war we went down the ultra processed you know we didn't even eat proper mashed potato really when i was growing up well i did but you know there was that famous advert you know, yeah. say, you know that one. and um and we all kind of went i think the world went mad for convenience really and and as you say this sterile environment but that's not what we are we're we're living microorganisms all of us you know with different Different, different individual microbiomes, absolutely, you know, some, and that's why every dog's health, yeah. whether they're litter, brother and sister, they can have a completely different health, you know, issue, you know, some yeah. are prone to skin problems and, and whatever, whatever. So it's fascinating that the probiotics actually are so intelligent that they they work it out. Yeah, just something you said there um, triggered a memory as well. We're talking about over, you know, trying to get rid of all the bacteria and being sterile. And and the interesting or the sad, one of the sad things is that when you use these chemicals, these anti-life anti chemicals, and you expose your dog and yourself to the, 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 the bad effects of them, the cleansing you do doesn't last very long. And there, there was a, a speech by a particular microorganism uh, professor from Italy, and she was talking about cleaning with probiotics versus cleaning with chemicals. And she said, when you clean with an antibacterial chemical uh, in a hospital, for example, once a day, you clean the same every single day you're cleaning this area. Well, for 23 hours of the day, the area is contaminated because mm -hmm. that's how long 
the cleansing actually lasts. So when you wipe out that microbiome and your your shampoo dries off or your floor cleaner dries off, then the bad bacteria are coming back very, very quickly. Whereas the probiotics are on there and they're doing a the job for about two or three days. So they'll stay on the, on the coat after the after the shampoo for two or three days, eating little bits of fox poo or whatever. But huh. protecting that microbiome on the skin. I love it. I just find it fascinating. It, you know, it, to me, it kind of seems so simple, but you know, it's not simple in any shape or form. But I just think it's ingenious, which is which is pretty good, isn't it? Because that's your name, Ingenious Probiotics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we put our neck on the block with that one, so we have to we have to stand up and be be counted. I think they call it hung by the tongue. You know, we say, <laughs> okay, we're going to be good, and we have to be. So we 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 hold ourselves to account. And yeah. um, very ha happy to do so. No, fantastic. Well, you know, I'm very excited about Dog Dental Month anyway approaching. And yeah. um, this is one of, you know, the episodes that's kind of going to highlight, you know, looking after your dog's gnashes. And so far, I'm really impressed with the, the the spray. It has taken off some little bits of brown on Mr. Binks's teeth, you know, which is great. Gremlin, my cat, on the other hand, gosh, you know, the vet is staggered by his teeth because mm. he's never had a teeth clean. But, you know, most cats don't eat raw food, you know, and they, yeah. you know, he's, and he has eaten raw all his life. And yeah. you know, they're very, very complimentary about his teeth. So I'm pretty proud about that, actually, I must admit. Yeah, watch this space on these mysterious tear stains he's getting, Joe. And thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. And I really, really hope we can record another podcast very soon. It's a pleasure, Anna. You know, there's, there's areas we haven't touched on. Ear care in particular is a major thing. Repeat ear infections and how we stop those with probiotics is a whole lot of conversation. That's a wonderful area to uh, to get into. Um, so, yeah, no, look, love chatting to you. Um, it's, it's fantastic and you're doing great work there. Well, thank you. Proust sat next next to me at the minute. You can probably hear her breathing. Actually, it's not me. <laughs> it is. It is Prudence. Yeah, ear care, ear care. I'm going to get onto that as well because with dogs, you know, you either get dogs with pointy ears or floppy ears. You know, and all types of ears bring with them various problems. So, like with my dogs, more things can fall into the ear, like dreadful grass seeds. You know, um, but with the floppy ear, they're more prone to moist, hot conditions because they don't get exposure to the air that much you know um but all ears have their problems don't they oh, gosh, well you know it, it's perhaps just worth finishing on that and, and i know we've got to wrap up but it's perhaps worth just touching on it because i think the, the ears are it's like a microcosm for what else is going on when we talk about the ear it, it's it's uh from then everything else radiates out in other words when people are using an antibacterial product in the ear or an antibiotic or so on um it's a really good example of what else is happening on the rest of the dog's body. And we, we see this continual, this, this repeat ear infection. And, and sometimes long after the original cause of the original infection has, has gone, people are still getting this repeat ear infection. And we see people say, yeah, every time I get an ear infection, I use this product and it goes away. It's great. And you, you, again, you say, zoom out. Your dog should not be getting repeat ear infections. They're painful. Well, why mm. this, this should not be happening. And, um, We've I've mentioned the uh, the, the wonderful uh, Dr. Richard Doyle um, from Wiley's and and there's something that he's had personal experience of where the the dog presenting with an infection. This is before he got to know about our probiotic ear care, of course. But the dog presenting with an ear infection, treated with antibiotics, seemingly work excellently well. 
But what's happening is you're wiping out the whole microbiome in the ear, not just the, uh, the, the pathogen that's causing the particular problem. And then what happens is a number of weeks later, and it is that quick, the same dog's presenting again with an ear infection again. And, and they swab it and they, they send it to the lab and they look at it in the microscope. And lo and behold, it isn't the same pathogen returning because that one was got rid of. The antibiotics did a really good job. They got rid of everything. What's mm. happened now is a whole new different pathogen has taken up residence in the ear because what have we done? We've wiped out the microbiome. The natural defense was not there and the pathogen could come in and set up. So they would treat with a anti different antibiotic. It would go away. Dog would be seemingly fine. Lo and behold, not a few weeks later, same thing again. So they found by putting the probiotic in there and just, just putting an army of good bacteria that stopped the bad bacteria coming in because um, the ear is a great place for bacteria. It's just the sebum. Oh, you know, is, is. Yeah. Oh, so that's ears, me. don't. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'm going online now and I am, I'm not just saying this, I'm going to do this because I have to preempt ears. Gremlin, my cat is prone to mites in his ears. It's probably a microbiome issue, you know, um, but these things happen. He's an outdoor cat and he's a bit of a bruiser. So okay. I want to preempt everything now, you know, see uh, he's 12. We need this ear care. Prudence needs the ear care, actually, because she's a bit like Lara Croft. You know what I mean? And she'll like burst through bushes and bits of debris <laughs> end up in her ear, you know, because they're big and pointy. They're like radars. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said for a floppy eared dog, I would say, out there. If people are thinking about what dog to get. But then they've got their problems as well, you see, because there's a yeah. lot of moisture, as I said, you know. that. But Joe. Gosh, listen, no, you're definitely going to please be coming back. Please be coming yes, back. Love it. And um, yeah, thank you so much for your time today. And yeah, it's been, I found this so interesting and I really hope everyone listening has too. So all the links are going to be in the show notes, but just in case, what's your website, please, now? Just yeah, it's all the W's dot ingenious hyphen probiotics.com. Oh, thank you, Joe. Honestly, you're an inspiration to the world. Oh, Anna, thank you so much. Look, we, we, we work hard, but it's 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 an easy area to work with because it's just wonderful when, when you get the results and you have them, some very worried pet owners. Um, we just love it. We totally love it. And it shows. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> That's our show, Mr. Binks. What did you think? Yes, I know you are having the dental care probiotic spray at the moment. And I think it's making a difference, don't you, Mr. Binks? Yes, you're also right. It is time for Woof of the Week. <coughs> Thinking about the power of probiotics in a whole new way that they can help externally as well as internally, it's such thought-provoking stuff. <coughs> Well, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, please rate and review the show wherever you tune into your podcast. Thanks, of course, to Joe Flanagan for joining us today. And all the links are in the show notes. Thanks, of course, to Mike Hansen at Pod People UK for all the music and production as ever. And find out more about me at Anna Webb Dogs. What's that, Mr. Binks? Oh, yes. We will be back in your feed next Sunday. So why don't you subscribe now? Because it's free. And that way you'll never miss another show. Go on. See you next week. Bye for now. Bye.